Blog Talk Radio. Chicago and Las Vegas. You're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending. It's Page One with LaVar and Mary on Blog Talk Radio. Radio Nation. It is another Friday night. Welcome to Page One with LeVar and Mary. Hello, everyone. LeVar here with you, along with my wonderful friend, Mary. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm okay. I was not going Uh-oh. to... Huh? <laughs> I was going to say I was not going to play the... Um... Uh, September song by Earth, Wind, and Fire, which I'm pretty sure most of you have probably heard 50 million times by now. Uh, but here we are. Uh, it seems like yesterday we were just doing our New Year's show. Uh, and now uh, this is the ninth month of the year. Uh, this is insane. Uh, already at nine months. Um, and after this month, Pretty much, we'll be rolling into, well, business-wise and otherwise, the last quarter of the year. Um, I don't even know where this year has gone. I don't even know where this summer has gone. <laughs> so, it's if been you find insane. it, you know. it's been insane. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I know a lot of people out there have been saying that this has kind of been a sucky summer. But I, I get it. We should be lucky that we're. This isn't last summer when stuff was pretty much closed. But I, I really don't know how to, I don't know how to describe this summer. It, it, it it's been blah for being a first summer back from a pandemic. But I think it's because we're still in one. Yeah, I mean, it's eh. It's not Is that what you're saying? Eh. Yeah, meh. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. I mean, that, yeah, it's just, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know uh, really what to think of it because it's just, uh, it went really, in a way, it went fast, even though you could say, oh, what you had three months. But yeah, it just, I don't know. 
Uh, it, I think we'll, we get past Labor Day next week. Uh, this is Labor Day weekend. <laughs> that a lot of people will probably uh, be wondering what the heck just happened. Now we're in fall, and I think it doesn't help that I'm already seeing Halloween stuff uh, <laughs> in the stores. So, like everywhere, yeah. yeah. Well, I've already started decorating, so yeah. What? And normally I don't, but I'm ahead of the curve. Yeah, I know. I normally don't just because it's but I had to get stuff ready to go this year and it's just going by so quickly. Like you're right. Yesterday was New Year's and now we're in September. So I was like, if it's going that fast in my brain, I might as well start decorating or it's gonna be Halloween and I'm not gonna know what the heck to do. So are you saying that uh, you may have Christmas stuff up before no. <laughs> November? God, no. No, 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 That is a big fat no. And I don't have Halloween decorations out where people can see them. Okay. I'm just gotcha. getting all the decorations down, getting them organized, and getting, re- getting ready to put them up. I am, no. No. <laughs> Uh, no, I was just the day after Thanksgiving is over, over then that's fine, but n- not before. I think I'd rather wait until December first. Yeah, I was gonna say I think we've had this yearly debate on that. Uh, what is too early for Christmas decorations? And I know some people will probably be. I know stores will probably start having stuff in mid to late October. I, I'm pretty much going to be used to that by now. If not sometime right around Halloween or right at the day after Halloween that Christmas stuff goes up. But I don't know really when – I know people love Christmas music. I love it too, but in moderation. Um, here we are talking about Christmas already. So I, I guess we already know um, pretty much we should be planning for the remainder of the year and just skip over everything, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's September. It's definitely September. I will say the only thing I could tell you special show that's coming up later this year uh, is we will have our second annual uh, Festivus show. So uh, we definitely had a lot of problems with you people this year. (laughs) (laughs) You know, if we could get people to start calling in, I would definitely take some grievances over the phone. Uh, we may start doing that. I may offer it. I, I know there's been a while in which we did not uh, uh, take phone calls, and that was only because one person ruined it, but uh, we will start opening that up again. So um, we're open to phone calls. We're just not really open to talking about, like, a lot of politics or political stuff that's out there because uh, I will probably, like, it will bore me to death. Um, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, September and on the almanac, uh, today it is, uh, U.S. Bowling League Day. It is National Lazy Moms Day, the first Friday in September. <laughs> that is my it day is... right there. Lazy Moms Day. <laughs> it is National Food Bank Day. Uh, National College Colors, Colors Day, uh, National Chianti Day, uh, or Chianti. Chianti. I don't know how it is. Yeah. Chianti. 
Uh, it is also National Welsh Rarebit Day. Uh, you have to be kind of older to really know what Welsh Rarebit is. Um, it is uh, – what is a Rarebit? It is – well, the cheesy toast was originally called uh, rabbit in a tongue-in-cheek way in the Welsh language because there is no rabbit in the meal. Similar to mock total soup having no turtle, so Welsh rarebit does not contain rabbit. Instead, this dish is made with toast that has not that has hot cheese poured. Uh, over time, the dish became known as Welsh rarebit, a nod to the inside joke. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. It's like cheese toast. Um, cheese so, toast. Well, yes. Uh, tomorrow, it is National Spice Blend Day, National Wildlife Day. Uh, National Newspaper Carrier Day, which is a rare thing now. Uh, it is also Na- uh, World Beard Day, which I can tell you right now, I actually do have one for the moment. Uh, are you a lady that likes a guy with a beard? It depends on whether or not they look good in a beard. Not, no offense, dude. Just, just a hear me out kind of thing and love you dearly, like. Seriously, my favorite kind of people, along with women and non-women, non-binary folks and everybody else. Um, when it comes to beards, if you look stupid in a beard, don't wear one. If you look like a like a, a creepy pedo, don't wear one. But then there are some people, and there's one person that's jumping to mind right now, that they, they had a beard and they shaved it off, and my God, that's never going to be, I'm not going to ever allow that to happen again. Like, <laughs> You, that face needs a beard. So it really just depends on the face. Um, I am, I have, I have been able to snuggle up to and kiss the face with a beard and without. And to tell you the truth, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if they have facial hair or not, because that's not what I'm there for. You know what I'm saying? But there are some Uh, men with good beards, and there are some men that do not. I get what you're laying down. I see what you're spreading across the bread. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, National World Beer Day is the first Saturday in September. National Tailgating Day, the first Saturday in September, uh, which really uh, coincides with the full slate of college football uh, starting this week. Uh, also, <laughs> National, yeah, uh, National Macadamia Nut Day is also tomorrow. Uh, mm. September 5th, Sunday, it is National Cheese Pizza Day. It is also National Be Late for Something Day, or for some other people, just a normal day. Um, Monday, it is <laughs> Labor Day. <laughs> you see how quickly I put that in there? <laughs> Labor Day. Monday. Drop it in real fast before anybody notices. Yep. National Read a Book Day is also on Monday, National Coffee Ice Cream Day. Then on Tuesday, uh, it is neither snow nor rain day, Grandma Moses Day, Acorn Squash Day, Salami Day, clean lines please, uh, Grateful Patient Day, uh, National Another yeah, yeah, National Another Look Unlimited Day, and National Beer Lovers Day. Uh, that is uh, also on that one. Um and I know that we're kicking off the month of September, so I know at the beginning of the month I know really told you there's a lot of things this month 
uh, that are being observed as we head toward the end of the year. Uh, it is uh, Self-Improvement Month, along with Save Your Photos Month, Prostate Health Month, uh, Pulmonary Fibrosis Awareness Month, National Suicide Awareness Month, and I'm going to get back to that in a minute, uh, Spinal Cord Injury Awareness Month, Sickle Cell Awareness Month, Self-Care Awareness Month, Sewing Month, Rice Month, uh, Recovery Month, and Preparedness Month, Potato Month, Piano Month, Pain Awareness, uh, Mortgage Professionals, Library Card Sign-Up Month. I don't know how many people still do that. I wish people would. Uh, Honey Month. It is also National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month and Childhood Obesity Awareness Month. Chicken Month, Square Dance Month, Blood Cancer Awareness Month, Blueberry Popsicle Month, uh, Update Your Resume Month, Hispanic Heritage Month is also this month, and Classical Music Month and Baby Safety Month. So a lot of things going on this week. Um, Not to be maudlin, but the irony of the fact that it is Suicide Awareness Month. Uh, Some sad news uh, pretty much over the last 48 hours. Former uh, wrestler, uh, a lot of people knew her as Daphne. She wrestled in uh, a few promotions, including uh, WWF and at that time WCW. She was online, and I had a very bad feeling the other night. Uh, She was on Instagram, and she was trending for a little while because some people had watched her Instagram live. And she pretty much was in a really dark place doing that. And thankfully, well, I guess at the time, people were kind of picking up on that, and they had reached out to local authorities, but nobody really knew where she lived because she had just moved about a few days prior to that. Uh, Unfortunately, the authorities did not get to where she was at in time, and um, unfortunately, she uh, committed suicide. Um, and, you know, I remember watching her a few years back, a great wrestler, and it's each time that we come across these stories, and I thought about that, and I was like, the the irony that it happens, and we have something like this that happens uh, during a month in which it is Suicide Awareness Month, and definitely uh, thoughts and prayers to her family, uh, also to um, not just thinking of her tonight, but also people who uh, are also suffering. uh, Before I forget, please, uh, if anyone, uh, I do believe the number is what, 800-273-8255. I know that there's also another number, and I can't think of it at this moment. Um, It is... I'm going to get it, and um, we'll definitely share it again, because you never know, you know? Um, so many people are going through so many different things, and you just never know, which is why I always kind of say from time to time on the show, be nice to each other, because you never know the type of day that somebody is having, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, kind of sad Also, um, not that, not that um, this is the perfect time for it, but um, if you are part of any kind of online community, Discord, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, reach out. There's always someone there 
that is mm-hmm. feeling uh, or has felt what you are feeling or can understand where you're at. If you're part of our Discord community, we do have a therapy corner. Um, there's no therapists that are part of our Discord yet, um, but there are people that care and will be willing to sit and listen and talk and get you through. So um, not only are the hotlines available, but reach out. It's the, it's the hardest part of feeling, uh, being in those dark places. But um, if you do, I guarantee someone will reach back. Mm-hmm. And I was correct on that National Suicide Prevention Hotline, 800-273-8255. Uh, also tonight, uh, thinking about those in the East Coast and those still in Louisiana, wow. Um, I'm not sure if you have seen the pictures of things that have happened in Pennsylvania and New York with the storms that came rushing through water. Just uh, it, It's just destruction. Now, they said it's a once-in-a-500-year event uh, for what has happened in those areas, and just watching that, uh, quite frightening. Uh, you know, I know we talk about, uh, and some people don't want to hear about, global warming. But after watching the things that we've seen here over the last few months weather-wise, I don't know how you can uh, not acknowledge that something is kind of going on when things that don't normally happen are happening. Um, Things that are, are just you can't explain it. People who have been around are like, you know, come up with the craziest things like, oh, you know, they, you know, they did this. So that's why it caused that. You know, at one point they said that the winds were so high, I think, um, in certain places that rivers were flowing in like opposite direction, which is crazy. Um, and now the National Hurricane Center is keeping an eye on its 12th named storm of the season, Larry which became a hurricane on Thursday. Uh, It's not expected to threaten any land over the next few days, according to the New York Times. But I know the hurricane season, uh, which begins or began on June 1st, ends on November 30th. They encourage people who reside in states along the Atlantic coast to pretty much download the FEMA mobile app uh, and that there is a 60% chance of above normal hurricane season this year which is crazy when you think about it. So when those things happen, when you have warnings, uh, I know some people it was too late, but when you have warnings, definitely please heed those warnings. Um, Try to get out if you can. So uh, with that, uh, oh, one quick thing while I'm thinking about it. For all of you who listened to the 401 Lounge this past Sunday night uh, with uh, Kylie Thorne, thank you. Uh, for listening. Uh, it was an awesome show. I did talk to Kylie afterward, uh, and she was just so gracious. Uh, she wrote me uh, this week, and, and she was so gracious and so uh, thanking me. Uh, I was like, I don't thank me. Thank you. Uh, but the show is available to listen uh, on this platform, iHeartRadio, uh, as well as uh, on Apple. So uh, definitely go and listen to it if you haven't had a chance to. Uh, great interview that went about 90 minutes, uh, but a lot of good stuff out of it and hope that you enjoy it. So with that, there's a lot of stuff that's going on, my friend. 
there were so many stories tonight that about six or seven or maybe even more did not make the cut. Um, I didn't know if we had that long to talk, but uh, <laughs> there was a couple of major stories that have kind of been controlling the interweb here over the last few days. Uh, one, I know, and I'm not sure, I didn't even know who the young lady was, and I, I kind of had to, I'm not familiar with YouTubers, and if you listen to this show, I'm not really familiar with YouTubers or uh, Twitch streamers or uh, Discorders or anything else, even though I love those platforms and uh, I'm usually on them. Uh, that's why it's a good thing about having Mary here because she knows these people, but um uh, kind of some serious allegations and things that came about over the last few days. Uh, there is a teen YouTuber. Her name is Piper Raquel. And the singer Pink, who I respect a lot, uh, because she really is the voice that is not afraid to call you out on BS. Um and other people have kind of jumped in behind her now, and that's their, their voices, while great, I don't think it rings as loudly as Pink's. But uh, Pink recently took to social media to voice her concern over the 14-year-old YouTuber and social media star. And her issue, uh, she has, and Piper has like 8 million subscribers on her YouTube channel alone. Um, and Pink is saying that she is being exploited by her parents. Um the reason being uh, was that uh, she went and voiced a concern for teen stars, specifically their images on social media, and named Piper as an example in her tweet writing, quote, how many kids like Piper Raquel are being exploited by their parents? And at what point do the rest of us say this isn't okay for a 13-year-old to be posing in a bikini while her mother takes the photo? Uh, Piper responded by saying that the first thing I want everyone to know is that my mom doesn't make me do anything quite the opposite. I'm a kid who had a dream, and my mom is amazing enough to help me live it out. Now, Piper, whose channel hosts a slew of prank videos and trending challenges, uh, has also amassed a major following on Instagram with 5 million followers and counting on her platform. I didn't know who she was. Went to the site, and while there are some photos of her in bikinis, maybe a few of them, I would, I guess I couldn't even say questionable because nowadays most kids that age, it seems, are wearing bikinis like that. Um, I I don't want to be the old fuddy-duddy here, and I don't want to be the person that just doesn't get it because I don't know what the current – because what was different when we were growing up, what we wore, because your parents probably made you wear that entire one-piece suit you know, or made you wear whatever to the beach – until you got a certain age. And even then, when you got that certain age, you probably crushed it. But it's a different era now. I don't – I'm trying to be careful with how I sound here because it's a different era now. And you see a lot of these younger kids uh, wearing things that they feel is fine and they are confident enough in wearing it. And I was reading some of the responses online in regards to what Pink has said in regards to Piper. And there are some people who, of course, are always, well, what are the parents? What are the parents doing? And then there are some of, you know, we're also saying, hey, yeah, that is a little too much to show, and some of the stuff that we've seen is kind of bad. 
in that it attracts the wrong crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if you had a chance to go and actually see her pages or her site. Uh, if you did, does Pink have a point here, or is she kind of because, like I said, I love Pink. I respect her opinion as well. But I would like to think that at 14 and putting stuff online, that her parents would, especially with 8 million subscribers, not where her, her parents wouldn't know. But I would think that they would be okay with it too, and that they would be more supportive and not saying, hey, put this skippy little thing on, maybe you'll get more people. I would not think that that'd be the point. Is Pink right in her uh, accusation here, or is she kind of just being a little bit uh, overreaching here? Yeah, I, I think I agree with Pink. Um, when you look at some of the outfits and some of the pictures, and, and, and then on top of that, she, she does the same stupid pose, but that's, that's, that's an opinion. That's a, hey, you need to come out with something better. Um, but do you look at some of the things, the makeup she wears, the clothes that she wears, the poses that she does, you have to remember she's 14. She looks mm-hmm. 18, 19, 20 in some of these pictures. She is 14. Barely a teenager, not legal in most states. I'd say in all states. Um She's not even the age of consent in some of the states that, like in Nevada, age of consent is 16. I still think that's too young. She's still not even old enough to consent to anything. So I agree with Pink. Um, Unfortunately, I also agree with what you were saying. We sound like old fuddy-duddies because when we were 14, we looked 14. We acted 14. We weren't. Uh, no offense to anybody, I was still in braces, had bad hair, and never went outside of that one piece. Mm-hmm. Like, that bikini didn't come out until I was 16, you know, 17. Mm-hmm. And even then, it was like, wear a cover-up. Mm-hmm. You know? See, and my, other, um, and my other thing, too, that I'm kind of scared of with that is that, you know, we start to, you know, point that finger at a 14-year-old, and then... You know, at the same time, it's kind of like a fine line because you also might be rocking that 14-year-old's confidence in themselves. And, you know, to point them out and then to kind of say, well, you're kind of, you know, wrong for what you're doing and I'm blaming your parents, when it might just be her and her parents are just supportive. And then it kind of goes back, and that's what I was like, too, with the people who used to have problems with, like, little kids wearing things or wearing makeup or, you know, the child beauty pageant person, you know, and the things like that. I don't know, you know, because we don't know what is going on, you know, and and to label that accusation out there, it's the parent. Is the parent responsible for their child? Yes. But at the same time, you know, the parent might just be a supportive parent that's doing what their kid wants to do within reason. I mean, she is not posing. She's posing in bikinis, yes. Is it a little bit risque? Perhaps. And at the same time, I guess I could say it could be worse 
which makes I know it doesn't make it any better, but I was like, it could be extremely more worse than what we were actually seeing online. I mean, she could be posing in a thong bikini, but she is. I have I didn't see that, but I don't know. It, it, I, I kind of feel like I'm half pink, and then I'm half. I don't want to be that that funny duddy. I don't know. Hundred <laughs> percent, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, and if you look at like cheerleading, dance teams, gymnasts, they're gonna be in skimpier outfits because they're in and then on top of that she's 14 so she's you know she hasn't hit any kind of like hey your metabolism's going to stop and you're going to have things cellulite and, and bumps in places you didn't realize I just it, I'm somewhere in between as well I'm somewhere in between I, like pink has a point pink has a point she's a child let her be a child let her be a tween you know, but then in the same token, a lot of people, a lot of people are starting their careers, quote unquote careers, as an influencer and all of that other stuff while they're still very young so they could take advantage of clear skin, nice teeth, you know, super skinny without having to try too hard kind of thing. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm. I, it's a toss up for me. Yeah, it's a toss up because it, I mean you got to remember too. These you got to remember back then, there were people who had countdowns to when Britney Spears turned eighteen. Yeah, it, it was mm-hmm. it's just it, the things that she was wearing. You know, in between then, nobody really ever questioned it. You know, uh, the things that she did, and it, it, that's why I was like, there's a lot of young. This is the problem now is that we're heading into an era, especially with social media, where there are a lot of young influencers. Not just her, and I don't want to point out, and there's a few other ones that, you know, probably perhaps wear some things, do some things, or say some things that are questionable. Um, At the same time, you know, they are kind of now at that age of where they're calling the shot, and the parent pretty much is just, you know, hey, we're not going to rock this gravy train boat. So within reason, will allow them to be that person and they're okay with it. Because trust me, I would think that if it was something really bad, I would hope her mom would say, nope, we're not going to post that. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, like I said, I, I'm kind of with you where I'm with pink and I, I'm kind of also on the other side where you don't want to rock somebody's confidence because by doing that and pointing them out as being wrong for what they're doing, you don't know the long-term effect of what something like that does. I kind of almost wish that Pink would have instead just said that she has concerns about it and not really place a blame on the parents and not really call her out like that uh, and just say, you know, there's other ones out here who are doing that. I don't agree with it being done, but to call one person out in particular, yeah, it's, yeah, I, I get where Pink's coming from, and I, and I appreciate what she does uh, and what she does for equality and what she does for uh, making sure that people's voices are heard. Uh, this one, it gets it to that fine line. But um, we got one more uh, thing to talk about here, and just to kind of let you guys know tonight, uh, we got three retro moments of the week. Um, and then in the next half hour, along with taking a look at what's trending, Hopefully we will get to our Urban Dictionary Word of the Day. Uh, 
and a couple other stories of note. But this one I want to talk about, too. Um, it seems <laughs> I was trying to have a week without any type of COVID-19 story, but this one brought up a very interesting question here. Uh, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention recommends COVID-19 vaccines for everyone age 12 and up, and yet 12 to 15-year-olds are the least vaccinated age group in the country, with one in three having received one dose and just one in four being fully vaccinated. That's about half the rate of the population as a whole. In some states, minors can legally decide for themselves whether they would like to get vaccinated. In Tennessee, for example, state law allows teens 14 and older to make medical treatment decisions without parental consent. Uh, but earlier this summer, state health officials uh, fired their vaccination director after she wrote a memo explaining the law to state medical providers. Uh, and also in line with keeping with the recommendations of the medical professional in general, in 2013, the Society for Adolescent Health and Medicine advocated that policies and strategies that maximize opportunities for minors to receive vaccinations when parents are not physically present. However, there's no federal law mandating this right in the U.S. Instead, there's a state-by-state -state patchwork of widely varied uh, regimes, and in some, parental consent is always mandatory. In others, there are laws that establish the conditions under which minors can decide for themselves, although, as the Tennessee situation shows, even this right can cause controversy. So... Um, my question to you is that with especially everything that's going on now, uh, do teens have a right to be vaccinated against their parents' will? Because I know there may be some people out there who are in a probably conservative household where their parents may not really want them to get vaccinated, and they may be a little bit more liberal-minded and may have made their decision that they want to get vaccinated. And uh, the parent may be against it. Uh, do teens have that right to without having to go through the, as quote unquote, as I call it, the red tape of their parents' will? Um, oh, I slippery slope here. Um, slippery slope. I don't like either way. I don't like saying that you have to go through the red tape of your parents to get the vaccine. But I also don't like being able to have a teenager, um, especially, okay, not even a teenager. We're going to start with a 12-year-old. A 12-year-old tell a parent, this is what I'm going to do, especially mm -hmm. since they're 12. Like, they've only lived 12 years of life. There's no way. And they don't even remember the first four. So eight years' experience at a job of being a human versus, like, my 40s. Well, <laughs> minus eight years. Or, yeah. So, like, 38. Um, I want. I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily like that they, they could say that. Um I also don't like necessarily that they don't get a choice or a voice in this opinion. Um, I know that there are parents out there that are solely against the vaccine, and there are some teenagers that are like, yeah, but I really would like to be able to X do X, Y, Z, and if I have the vaccine, I can do X, Y, Z like a normal human being. Um, also the opposite, where the parents are like, you're getting the vaccine, and they aren't very 
comfortable with it yet. Um, so I, I believe they should have some kind of voice in the decision. Um, but I also don't think that um, they get to have the only voice in the decision. Uh, and that's where that slippery slope comes into play. Uh, I have a, well, now an adult child. And when that adult child was not an adult yet, I gave that adult child the opportunity to make, an, uh, make a decision on their health care when it came to mm-hmm. the vaccine. And it was a very good conversation. And that's what I think that every parent should have, is a good conversation with their child. Um, it was, what do you think? How do you feel? What's your opinion? What do you think I should do? Should I make you? Should I not make you? Do you want me to be part of that? Do you not want me to be part of that? And we had a good round discussion about it, and then we came to a decision together to what was going to happen. And, but you and I both and know. I think that would, be, that would be better. I was going to say, but you and I both know that there are going to be some parents who are going to pretty much their will onto what their kids should be doing. And that it may not come to an agree to disagree or, hey, you know, I've listened to what you said. Uh, While you want to do that, I still think, no, I'm not going to allow for that to happen. Actually, just to let you know that there uh, is a list here of teens, uh, there's states where teens can consent to general medical care without a parent's permission. Sixteen states have that. Uh, Your state, uh, Nevada, uh, is yes, where minors can consent to, quote, general medical care. Uh, those 16 states, teens have a broad right to make their own general medical care decisions without a parent's consent, which can include whether to get vaccinated. Uh, many more states, however, allow teens to make their own medical decisions when they meet certain conditions, such as being an emancipated minor, being pregnant or a parent or living apart from their parents. But your state, my state, is one of the 16 where minors can consent to general medical care. Um, which is interesting in itself. Uh, there are a few others, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know where um, I worry about the ones who want to, and because of their parents' uh, threats, <laughs> uh, won't allow it, and it kind of you know, unfortunately leaves still a wide number of teens who want to do it but can't do it because of the situation at home. Because um, you and I both know that that's what's going to happen. It's going to be that parent that says, if you get it, uh, uh, blank, 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 you know, and then level, like, threats. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And... Yeah, I, I don't know. Like I said, I, I love your way, and uh, and it's uh, I think the way that you should go with talking with kids, and then unfortunately there's those parents that are just headstrong. It's kind of like the parents that kind of force their kids to go to college to learn what they want them to learn, and not what the child wants to learn <laughs> in a way. Right. Um, so yeah, I, and I've known parents like that who are like, hey, I'm not paying you know, $50,000 for you to go and learn that when it doesn't really reap any immediate benefits, you're going to go and do this. And I was like, 
okay, so now you really want your kid to fail because they're going to go learning something that they don't want to learn they don't love. Um, but it's kind of the same right. thing. But I don't know. Uh, we'll see where that one goes and what states will pretty much kind of either change or stay the same or if they'll allow their kids to do it. But, man, uh, we got in two good topics so far. Uh, we're, we're 40 minutes into the show. It's 40 minutes past the hour, and uh, normally 10 minutes before you would have heard the retro moment of the week. You're going to hear those now. Tonight's retro moments of the week, uh, the clue here that I will give you is that we will play some games and have a stack. I'll leave it at that. Retro moment of the week coming up, and then on the other side, uh, more uh, stories along with what's trending. Uh, hopefully, Urban Dictionary Word of the Week. Um, I may have to, uh, at some point, uh, change a uh, thing or two, but we'll get this done. Uh, you're listening to page one with LeVar and Mary. We'll be back in a moment. The Jets and Browns, the Chiefs and Colts, the Giants and Bears, the Vikings and Packers, the Rams and Cowboys, NFL, Electric, Football. You start the action. With two complete teams like the Rams and Cowboys in their own colorful uniforms. NFL Electric Football by Tudor. Scoop Olson here with... Marble Redenbacher. Can you really make the best popcorn taste even better? Sure. Pop my popping corn in my new gourmet buttery flavored oil. It'll taste buttery without adding butter or its calories. My corn pops bigger and fluffier. Most every kernel pops. And? It tastes buttery without those extra calories. Pop my gourmet popping corn in my new buttery flavored oil. You made the best better, best and better. Bread and butter. Bread and butter. Bread and butter. He's here. My mystery date. Mystery date. Are you ready for your mystery date? Don't be late. It would be great. Open the door for your mystery date. It's mystery date. The thrilling new Milton Bradley game of romance and mystery that's just for you. And you. And you. And you. Mystery date. Will you be ready for swimming? a dance. When you open the door, will your mystery date be a dream or a dud? Fun and surprises. That's mystery date. Remember, Milton Bradley makes the best games in the world. So girls, open the door for your mystery date. Get mystery date. Listening to Page One with LeVar and Mary on Block Talk Radio, your source for all the current topics and news you need to know. Here's LeVar and Mary. Back to page one with LeVar and Mario this Friday night, September 3rd. Uh, I am, there's a couple of stories that I was going to go through. I'm going to go through them real quick because I was amazed, and I know that you are a gamer. 
Um, and I just wanted to mention it because this week I've been seeing a lot of banishment on things uh, from China. And, and among one of those, uh, China is banning children from playing online games for more than three hours a week. Uh, it is the harshest restriction so far on the gaming industry as uh, China uh, Chinese regulations or regulators continue cracking down on the technology sector. Miners in China can only play games between 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Fridays. So you're playing tonight probably before you played tonight or last night. Uh, depending on where you're at, weekends and on public holidays uh, beginning September 1st. And that limits gaming to three hours a week for most weeks of the year, down from a previous restriction set in 2019 that allowed miners to play games for an hour and a half per day and three hours on uh, public holidays. And that affects some of China's largest technology companies, including the gaming giant uh, Tencent, whose honor of King's online multiplayer game is hugely popular, uh, as well as the gaming company NetEase. Uh, stock, of course, fell. Uh, due to that word, pretty much the gaming restrictions are part of an ongoing crackdown on technology companies amid concerns that firms, uh, many of which provide uh, ubiquitous messaging, uh, payments, and gaming services, may have an outside influence on society. Um, and so as a gamer, uh, I was going to seek your opinion on that. And, and while you do that, there was one other story that came out about something else that they're banning. But I'll go ahead and go through that story first. But your thoughts? My thought is, yeah. Um, I think China is more afraid of their youth actually getting ideas from games that, like, wait, there's stuff that's fun that's not, like, issued by the government. Um, it is only online gaming, so if you are, you know, gaming solo, I guess you could play more games than that. But I'm sorry, like an hour, That's, it takes me an hour to get kind of into some of my online games. I'm on games for hours, and I'm an old person. Like, I don't even have the stamina for that. Um, I feel sorry for the Chinese youth. Um, if you're living in China, then, you know, you don't have much of a choice in this, in this matter, but... Man, I'm glad the U.S. does not have that kind of restriction because if it did, I would boycott. I would find my own island and make it unrestricted. Like, it, it's just insane. <laughs> insane. In, insanity. I, I don't even have words. It's just, oh. By the way, did you ever play electronic football on Mystery Date? I forgot to actually even talk about it. <laughs> Mystery Date? <laughs> I didn't have it. Um, somebody else had it, so I got to play with their mystery date game. Um, I did not play electronic football uh, with the Rams versus the Cowboys because I didn't like either one of those teams. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yes, I didn't like it either one of those teams, but no, I did not play. I did not. I yeah. did have Oroville Red and Butters, Bread and Butters. Red and Butter. Yes. It's still good stuff. Um, actually, I, I got to ship yours out soon. Um, but also, there was another story. <laughs> I know I'm so mad. But there was another story that also came out about China. Uh, not to uh, talk too much about them tonight, but this just came across 
China, it says here, according to this, is banning men that it sees as not masculine enough for TV. Uh, their government is banned effeminate men on TV and told broadcasters Thursday to promote, quote, revolutionary culture, broadening a campaign to tighten control over business and society and enforce official morality. Uh, President uh, Xi Jinping uh, has called for a national rejuvenation with tighter Communist Party control of business, education, culture, and religion. Uh, companies and public are under increasing pressure to align with its vision for a more powerful China and a healthier society. Uh, the party has reduced children's access to the course to online games and is trying to discourage what it sees as unhealthy attention to celebrities. Uh, that also reflects official concern that Chinese pop stars, influenced by the sleek, as says here, not my words, but the sleek, girlish look of some South Korean and Japanese singers and actors are failing to encourage China's young men to be masculine enough. Uh, it says here that broadcasters should avoid promoting, quote, vulgar Internet celebrities and admiration of wealth and celebrity, the regulator said. Instead, programs should vigorously promote excellent Chinese traditional culture, revolutionary culture, and advanced socialist culture. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and any performers who violate public order or, quote, have lost morality uh, uh, have been told to be avoided by broadcast. Programs about the children of celebrities is also banned. Uh, and the microblog platform Weibo Corporation suspended thousands of accounts for fan clubs and entertainment news. So, yeah, they are pretty much uh, – um, and, and one – uh, Zheng Shong was fined 299 million yuan. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yen. Yen. They spell it Y-U-A-N. Yen. It's not Y-E. <laughs> right. No, it's still yen. It's still yen. That, that's not spelled oh, yen. Yuan. I'm sorry. It's yuan. It's yuan. It's yuan. I'm sorry. I'm thinking Japanese. I'm thinking Japanese is yen. It's yuan. Yeah, it's yuan. <laughs> that's wrong. That's not spelled yen. <laughs> it's one. I'm sorry. It's one. 46 million last week on. Did you just say you were wrong? <gasps> <gasps> you said you were No, wrong. I didn't, but that's all right. Yep. No, no, no. It, 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 it is. It I is said recorded. It's one. It's, I was talking about the money. But yes, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I am the smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean, S-M-A-R-R-T. <laughs> I'm over here playing Rocket League. Leave me alone. With <laughs> my hour and a half. 46 million last week on tax evasion charges and awarding the celebrities positive role models, but that's what they're doing over there. But, yeah, that's just insane. Um, I don't know. I guess if you're a celebrity over there, it's not good to be a celebrity right now. <laughs> not good at all. Um, I am going to uh, quickly uh, go through <laughs> what is trending. Wait, what are you playing right now? Rocket League. <laughs> Rocket League is a think. Okay, well, the people that play that play with me, they say football, but. Um, Think soccer in cars. So instead of being running down the field, it's a bunch of cars on a field with 
with rockets on the back and you're trying to fall into a goal. Okay. Playing with that the sounds, It sounds like something that could have been like, uh, is that on like the uh, Switch? Or is that on what? No, I am on the PC. Um, it's okay. on a bunch of different platforms on the PC. You can go through Epic Games. You can go through Xbox. You can go through like Xbox Game Pass. You can go through Steam. There's a lot of different ones. But yeah, if you find me, you're Didn't welcome to play. I'm more than happy to. Yeah, it almost sounds like something that could be like on a Nintendo platform with Mario and Yoshi and like a few other characters. It, it, that's what it sounded like. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> You say that now. You know what's going to happen. Nintendo's going to go around, <laughs> yes, and all of a sudden they're going to come up with the Mario Rocket League. <laughs> yep. Mario oh, Kart League is what they're going to call it. We yep. all know the subsidiary rights to <laughs> that idea. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yes. Uh, trending tonight. Uh, there is a few things that are trending. AEW Rampage along with WWE SmackDown's trending. Enter Sandman is trending uh, as the Virginia Tech Hokies take the field to Metallica's Enter Sandman before their kickoff against uh, University of North Carolina. College football, is, since the other night, has really just been uh, – I've been watching a little bit, and I'm kind of excited about this weekend. Uh, Northwestern is trending as uh, they begin their 2021 college football season with a game against Michigan State. Uh, Naomi Osaka is also trending as she is taking on Canada's Layla Fernandez in the third round of the 2021 U.S. Open. Uh, one story that I tried to avoid tonight, uh, and I have heard so many people uh, talking about it over the last 48 hours, uh, the hashtag Texas War on Women uh, is trending. If you have been under a rock, I will not tell you why. Um uh, Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's an entire <sighs> one-hour show in itself. Um, Especially with me here. Yes. Um, you can have a two-minute rant if you want to. <laughs> no, I, I, don't, I won't. It won't stop at two minutes. There's no way I can stop at two minutes. You so know, where's this going to – I was going to say, I've got time. I'm actually quite interested in your take on this because I've heard so many different people. I mean, if you want to, I, you don't have to today. I can go on to the next thing that's trending. But I, I, I'm just – I'm speechless uh, in regards to what I've seen. But is it surprising? No. Sadly, it's not. Um, but this is something that's going to – it's not – I know how some people want that to be the end. I think it's only the beginning. Um, it's – I'm just I'm, – I'm speechless. But, I mean, if you want to, I, I'll give you the floor. You, have, you can have all the time in the world. Oh, we, okay. uh, let's let's see where this goes first. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold my okay. opinions back today. I know this is, this right. is a surprise, but let's yeah. go on to what what else is trending. Oh, right. Get me out of this. All right. What else is trending? Uh, oh, well, uh, 
that was something else. <laughs> I'm going to skip past that one. Um, <laughs> well, it kind of almost had to do with the last story uh, because GoDaddy was trending, and then I looked to see why, and it kind of was in relation to what we were just talking about. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to continue on. Um, and then, well, Heisman Trophy is trending. How about that? How about some sports? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 stuff. Yeah. <laughs> men, 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 men. <laughs> is trending. As college football kicks off, as uh, to speculation about which player will earn the Heisman Trophy this season. Uh, you know, I was going to say, that's the one thing that I think that can always get people out of uh, <laughs> out of trouble. It's like if you're in a situation where the conversation gets, like, too like rough around the edges and then it gets tense, two things that can pull you out is either sports or the weather. Because you can't really, you know, everybody is almost in agreement or in a um, – in a, Delightful disagreements with sports, but it's kind of like it's not like a fighting words with sports. Not too often. Uh, go to maybe some Dodger game or somewhere out there, but yeah, that might happen. Um, <laughs> the Dozers. Well, yeah. Dozers. Um, but yeah, those are the things that are me tonight. Um, I had a couple of more stories. One I'm going to shelve until next we meet, um, but. I did want to talk about this other story because it was uh, something that I had saw uh, and I couldn't believe it. I know we were just in a situation here where uh, the wedding season uh, was here and still around. I mean, there's still some weddings that are happening. Um, Most of them have probably happened by now. Uh, but this one bought a story in which a lot of people uh, kind of took some sides on this. Uh, there were some newlyweds here in Chicago, and it's and this story comes out of uh, here, where it says, where the next wedding you RSVP and decide to skip could be costly if one Chicago couple's response becomes a trend. A viral post making the rounds on Twitter involves Chicago newlyweds uh, Doug Simmons and Deirdre Simmons, who received both praise and backlash after sending invoices to their wedding guests who RSVP no-showed the damage, a whopping $240 bill to cover the cost. The New York Post reports that the widely circulated invoice, which many believe was fake, is real. The Chicago newlyweds revealed they tied the knot at the Royalton Negril Resort and Spa in Jamaica, according to the newspaper, the cost of each guest was $120, and the couple had to pay in advance for the destination wedding. More than 100 people, more than 100 people were expected to ret- attend. Think about this. Three years ago, if I had told you more than 100, you wouldn't have batted an eye. But in COVID, more than 100 people were invited to attend. Uh, and the August 23rd Facebook post shared by more than 6,000 people, Doug, wrote, don't be offended when I send this invoice to you. It's going to look something like this. I'll be sending it via email and certified mail. 
just in case you ain't got the email. Hashtag Petty Post. He told the New York Post that the invoice comes after repeatedly asking guests if they could make the Jamaica area wedding. Maybe it was the rise in Delta variant cases. Maybe it was a fear of flying. Whatever the case, some guests didn't show after assuring the couple they would, according to Simmons, without so much as a call or text. He says he took that personally. Why am I thinking of Michael Jordan in the last dance? But I took that personally. Um, <laughs> well, they seemingly taken all the attention and stride. They admit it's not about the money, but rather communication and feeling hurt and disrespected by the no-shows. Whether they will follow on their request is another story. However, the couple said payments from Zelle or PayPal would suffice. Uh, one Twitter user wrote, I'd send it back right away in response to the invoice. Another user sided with the newlyweds posting, uh, awfully, tacky, awfully tacky, but worse to RSVP and then not show up. So, uh, this isn't a yay or nay question, but I guess this is a question. Are they in the right for billing no-shows? First of all, I'm going to say you're going to lose some friends. Two, if you got enough money to send out certified mail and do all that different stuff, you don't really need the 240 pack. But anyway, I digress. Are they right to bill the no-show? I I would no no they're not they, but etiquette would say that if you are going to show up and then not show up you should say something um, I don't know I yeah 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 um, I I agree I, I don't agree <laughs> I don't agree. You're not supposed to bill somebody for that for a no-show. However, I know how they feel. There's been things that I've paid for ahead of time for people that said they were going to be there and then they couldn't make it. And it's like, dude, I paid for that. And it's not like it was a small thing. My most recent one being my 40th birthday was people saying, yeah, yeah, I'll be there, yeah, I'll be there. And then, no, like, instead of 125 people that were supposed to be there, I had, like, 80. Um as much, as much, as much as I would have loved to have went back and said, well, you didn't, you said you were going to be here and you didn't. Sucks to you. Now you're paying for, you know, however much it was for my cake. That was, that was me. That was, I ate that, you know, that cost. Um, in the same token, it was my party. I didn't have to have one. So I, I guess it just comes back to like, it, you just, ugh, I don't, I, I understand how they feel. I don't necessarily agree with it because etiquette would say no, but in this day and age with as much as what people are spending on things and and and, and they're, put, they're showing out that money ahead of time, I, like I said, I, I understand how they feel, but, yeah, I don't think they're right. Here's the thing. A hundred people during a time of an outbreak you would have to expect, and plus, a hundred people for a destination wedding, and you're thinking everybody's going to show up. I think you are. Mm, what's the word I want to yeah. use here? Sorely mistaken. <laughs> Fairly optimistic. Yes. Because I was going to say, if you're going a hundred for a hundred and thinking that everybody's going to show. I don't want to. <laughs> rule of parties 
I'm saying right now the rule of parties is take how many people you invite, in this case 100, and automatically cut off 20%. 10% mm-hmm. are not going to go because you think they're going to come and they can't afford it or, or they don't even want to go. And 10% are going to say, yeah, I'll be there, and totally swap it. Like, totally not going to be there. So take off 20% automatically. You're looking at 80 people. Yeah. That's right. why I was like, you know, you're never going to get everybody. You know, it's just, that's just not going to happen because things happen. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. What happened if one of those people that no-showed was in the hospital because they got into a car accident and couldn't call you? Right. And that doesn't even mean Whatever. What was it? How much was it? 200 and something? 200, yeah, 240, I think, something like that, yeah. But the other thing, too, right. is that he didn't say how many people not show. And you seriously paid for all 100 people up front. If you had enough money to pay for 100 people up front, you don't need that money. <laughs> You're taking a chance. It's a gamble. And at that point, yeah. Sorry, buddy. Well, think about I would it much rather. 100 people times $240 and and you're worried about $240? 120 bucks, 120 bucks a person. So 120 bucks a person times 100, and they paid it all up front, and you're worried about, yeah, you're worried about getting your money back. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, I will cut you off quickly if you ever ask me for something like that and send me an invoice. You know, it's, yeah, you're going to lose a lot of friends out of this one, I have yeah. a feeling. Um, There's going to be a lot of bridges quick, burned there, yeah. Yeah, they're going to lose some. Next time on that first anniversary, I don't think you will know all 100 people that you invited. Uh, <laughs> Urban Dictionary, uh, word of the day, because I know you've been looking forward to this. You've been standing by and waiting on it. There are a couple here tonight. I'm kind of cheating ahead of time. Uh, but the first Urban Dictionary word of the day, soft launch. Uh, soft launch means a photo preview of a, quote, talking stage before it becomes an official relationship on social media, meaning you're taking photos of their dinner plate in their hands, half their face, or their shoes as to elude there's someone special in your life. It's soft launch. (laughs) Um, Okay. uh, now Now that kids are back in school, grade digger is another word. From Urban Dictionary, it's a girl who only talks to you for help with her classes. <laughs> Great digger. Uh, no timber is what I'm seeing here is a word of the day. Also known as NSS, this is the special addition to the meme calendar. There are two sides to the rules of this month's rule. Now, I'm reading this directly because I don't read it ahead of time. This is the whole fun of this. Uh, the first rule. It says, do not treat any women this month with respect for being just a female. Treat them the way that you would treat anyone else. Do not, quote, shoot shots this month. If you're already in a relationship, you are allowed to continue your disgusting sexual activities. If a girl joins the voice chat on Discord, do not act surprised or draw attention to her. And cell behavior is so strong that it becomes so anti-sip, it becomes simpery. I don't know what the heck I just said. Insult behavior this month is therefore forbidden. Second rule, individuals are not allowed to sponsor any OnlyFans content for a whole month 
What? Including subs to any given streamers, not just females, to both male and female streamers. Tier 1 subs are allowed nothing more. Only fan support will be allowed, but not more than $10, including a Twitch content of OnlyFans purchasing a week. If you're desperate to throw your money away, throw it at the charities all over the world that need support, not at women who sell pics of their bodies to get easy money. Uh, failure to go by these rules will result in self-punishment. One must shove their genitals into a bucket of ice for five minutes for women. They must put blocks of ice in their underwear until it melts. That is no Simpson Timber. <laughs> and that was the word of the day. Um, yeah. Uh, another word, it is not what you think it means, uh, but Cli-Fi, <laughs> C-O-I hyphen <laughs> F-I, is a contradiction of climate fiction. Uh, it's a literary uh, genre of works with the climate change theme. Uh, there is some argument over whether it's a subgenre or a science fiction or genre in its own right. Uh, there is one that I really saw here that I loved it. I wanted to say it. I can't. Well, okay. So I'm going to spell this out for you, and I'm going to kind of bleep myself. Uh, I do have a bleep here, but I think it uh, goes too long. So pretty much the way that it is spelled is I'm going to break it down. Uh, I-D-G-A-F-W-A-B-G-T-S. A M I K W T F I D A W T F I D D. And pretty much what that stands for is I don't give a F what a B got to say about me. I know what the F I did and what the F I didn't do. <laughs> oh, that's my word. <laughs> that is the. Uh... <laughs> That is what um, – uh, oh, and also there is a new word of the day, and I'll end it with this one this week. Uh, it is mills, plural of milk. So, yeah, that is all of those. But with that, uh, my friend. The clock on the wall certainly says that uh, we were a little bit over time, but I think we had fun out here in the show. But uh, do you have any shout-outs this week? Uh, a couple of birthdays. Happy birthday to those people. I'm not going to name them out just because there's too many. But then also, um, there, uh, you know, happy Labor Day. Thank um, a worker, mm-hmm. <laughs> which would be you, regardless of anything. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that needs to be. Um, don't forget to follow on Twitter, all the socials, mm-hmm. Discord, Twitch. Um, I'm hoping to start streaming soon, so that'll be interesting. Um, yeah, that's about it. Yay! All right. <laughs> Twitch, Twitch. Yeah. So. <laughs> So I'm glad you uh, mentioned that. So, yes, Discord, Twitch, uh, we are there. Follow us there. Follow us on the web. Follow us on Twitter, uh, Instagram. We're all there. Uh, we tell you every week where we're at, but we do thank you um, for following us. Uh, schedule-wise, 
No show next Friday night. Uh, we will return two weeks from tonight, which I do believe is the 17th of September. Uh, we will be with you. Uh, and uh, in the meantime, uh, listen to all of our previous shows uh, if you need to catch up. But I do thank you once again for listening. Uh, for Mary, I'm LeVar. Thanks so much. And uh, we'll see you two weeks from tonight. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And just be kind to each other. And we'll make it through, <laughs> as always. <laughs> see you, everybody. Thanks a lot. forget to get the latest show info on Twitter at News Comment BTR and add us as a podcast on Apple.